Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. What's happening, guys? I hope you're having an incredible week. I am so happy to be back here with you guys for tonight's message. (laughs) Before we get into this topic, which we're going to be talking about, commitment issues or commitment phobia what are the signs and how to overcome it because sometimes we don't even realize that we have this fear so we're going to talk about that but first I just want to say a couple of things I want to say thank you for the listeners who come back and continue to just support me You guys are my inspiration for continuing to come back and share. And it just makes my heart really happy that we're kind of traveling through this journey together. And I see you guys as like a big family. And to me, it's just crazy that, you know, I'm hitting (laughs) six out of seven continents. I just have to shout out to Indonesia. (laughs) I don't know what's going on out there lately, but thank you. Thank you. And all of you. It's just been amazing every week. It's just like I'm gaining more listeners and it's just growing at a really fast pace. And I wasn't really expecting this to take place. So I am happy that I can kind of make a difference in your lives a little bit at least like I always say I'm just here to try and help you to take an idea or new thought away with you something that you can carry with you throughout the next day a week or a lifetime guys a lifetime (laughs) so and another thing I wanted to just quick touch on is because I hear a lot of talk about this amongst guys or I've had conversation with guys about this. Somebody's approached me about it. (laughs) So I wanted to just talk about this really quickly. And I'm sorry if you don't want to listen to this, you can fast forward. I wanted to talk about the rise in the power of women these days because you see it all over the place. These independent women are just in their power they're coming across as they don't need a man, they don't want a man, they have all that they need in their own little world. Now, I know that independent, strong women are very prevalent in today's world, and it's going to continue to rise. And for some men, that's a turn on. Some men love a very strong, independent woman but some men don't. Everybody's different, right? But I just wanted to share something with those of you out there who may be, I don't know, turned off by it or don't feel that these women need you or want you, okay? Let me tell you why 
we are in our power and why it seems as though we may be pushing men out. There's a collective of women. Now there's women in the world right now who are operating from the ego and the mind and you know they don't want a man you know you do have some women like that and are very status oriented and money oriented now there's a very large community of conscious women of conscious feminines who are rising and who are in the power of working on their mission but they're working through their heart, not their mind, not their head. And a lot of these women are women who have had a lot of trauma or toxicity within the relationships. There's been a lot of abuse. I'm talking emotional abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, uh, even spiritually abused, violence, domestic violence, sexual violence, manipulation. Uh, We've been taken for granted. We've been rejected. We've been, uh, you name it. And we've never really had a man have our back. We never really had somebody there to protect us. So at a certain point in our life, we realize that Nobody is going to have our back and we have to have it ourselves. So we're thrown into, you know, for many of us, a spiritual awakening in the conscious community. And we are thrown in this toxicity throughout our life as a mirror to show us what we need to fix. So in that, in that process, we go through and then we start to, to start to heal and change and do the inner work because it's a lot easier for women to do this than it is for men. And I'm not saying men can't. Men can do this. They, they just have a harder time with the patience, I think, in doing this or they don't know how to do this. And this is what I want to help you guys with. But that's not what this podcast is about tonight. I just think that, you know, especially for me and a lot of these other women, like my father, he was the last man and the only man in my life that was there to protect me. He was a provider and he was there to protect me. He wasn't uh, emotionally available, no. And that is how I suffered in relationships. But I don't blame him for that. He had his own childhood trauma that he never really processed. And he was an amazing man. He did what he knew he had to do for his family and whatnot, right? So going on in relationships, many of us women, some of them haven't had a father figure like that. They've never had anyone in their life be there to protect them. For me and a lot of these women, we have just been in very toxic relationships who have a lot of trauma of their own but in my opinion in my belief we are supposed to heal each other in that process we are supposed to act as mirrors to help us see certain things about ourselves and you know 
sometimes you have to lose somebody to see something, right? And that often happens in relationships. So what I'm saying is, when you see a woman like this, don't think that she doesn't want you or she is not interested or that they don't need you. We do need you. We desire you guys. Okay. Very, very much so. But we might not need you in the way that you feel that you need to be needed. A lot of men want to be that provider. They want to be there to, you know, for financially. And that's, you know, that's good too. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But as independent women, we provide, we can get our own, you know, income, whatnot. What we desire is a man, a strong man who has been able to see his faults and to see his own behavior and has had the ability to take time to heal themselves and to come through and to grab our hand and to say, I have your back and I am here to protect you and I'm never going to let anything happen to you. And I am going to be there to support you in whatever you want to do. Because this goes both ways. We want to do the same for that king that enters our life. And that's how we are. We want to treat you guys like kings. But we want that same treatment back in return. For me, my own personal stories, I have always been the provider. I've always been the one pushing. I'm always that cheerleader. But I never once got that back. Not once. And I thought about that the other day. And it made me really sad. And I was actually crying about it. And it makes me emotional thinking about it because... It's like I've given so much in my life to men and I've never received back what I gave out. But the thing about this is, and this is why I'm talking about it, because as you guys know, if you've listened to my podcast in the beginnings, I was talking about raising your vibration and being the best version of yourself. And when you do that, you will attract the same type of people and that same vibration they're going to be them, their best selves, right? And you're going to attract that. And that's the kind of people that are entering and coming through, whether they're a friend or they're trying to get to know me. So this is hard because I'm noticing that, you know, it's, it's, I have a little bit of anxiety. And that's why I'm doing this podcast because I know a lot of us can push people away out of fear, out of fear of being hurt or abandoned, or, you know, we just self-sabotage. And I know I've talked about this in the past. And, you know, I just want to talk about it again, because a lot of us aren't even freaking aware of why we're doing this, or that we are pushing people away, and that we do have a wall up. So, yeah, I don't know. I just felt the need to to share that with you guys 
before I got into the topic tonight. Because if you're really interested in someone, you know, you're going to do everything to, to get to know that person, right? And sometimes you got to just move slowly to get to know them and to gain that trust. And you guys know this, you've, all of us, most of us have been very hurt at some point in their life. And some of us, that's all we've ever known is pain, right? So to, to get to know somebody, like if you see a woman like that, that you feel that maybe she's intimidating to approach I never put someone above you. We are here on the same planet, just different journeys. No one's above you. No one's below you. See, for me, I used to be the chaser. I used to chase guys. I used to push and push and push until they would see me. And it never worked out for me. Not once. We would end up in a relationship or, or whatever you want to call it. And it ends up failing because I was coming from a very wounded place. So this is why it's important to heal. For men, men are natural hunters. Men are supposed to be the hunters, in my opinion. I know that men like a confident woman to approach them, yes. But for a woman to chase a man and for a man to sit back and not do anything, that man is coming from also a very wounded place from childhood and it's usually a, a, a mother wound. So there's that dynamic too. So anyway, I'm getting a little off course here. But just know that just because you see women thriving out in the world we still need you we want you and we desire you we want that connection i see my future with a life partner that i can you know travel the world with and do whatever and just be free with and i know that i deserve that and we all deserve that love so never cage yourself off to to love. Never cage yourself off from that. Okay. So let's see if you guys have some commitment issues. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get into this. I don't want to make this too lengthy. But let me clarify just in case some of you out there don't know. Commitment issues refer to people that have difficulty or fear of connecting to a relationship, right? Most of us know this. But the difference between fear and a phobia are a phobia of any kind really is just a really intense, persistent, irrational fear of something. And this leads to doing anything and everything in your power to avoid that fear, and this is, phobias are usually associated with anxiety disorders. Just the thought of something that we fear can catapult us into a panic attack. And I know anxiety very well. 
because it's been, you know, I carried a lot of anxiety throughout my entire life up until these past couple of years, and I was able to diminish it. But there's actually a word, a name for fear of marriage and relationships, which I had no idea. So this will be something new for some of you guys. (laughs) It's called gamophobia. Who knew? I never knew. Fear, on the other hand, is more of an emotional response. But it's healthy for us to have a little bit of fear because it helps us avoid potentially dangerous situations, right? However, there's a healthy fear and an unhealthy fear. We can conjure up these amazing stories in our minds (laughs) of the worst case scenarios happening. And it scares the hell out of us. And 99% of the time, it never happens. So fear is just an illusion that we create. And that's something that we need to break through that fear. We fear the fear. Okay. So like I said, many of us aren't even aware that we have this issue, whether it's a fear or phobia. Commitment issues differ a bit between the feelings about commitment for men and women. As women, like I said, we've experienced traumatic experience, like abuse, whether it was emotionally, physically, mentally, whatever. And for men, it's more in the forms of violence and feelings of shame. So when it comes to wanting or needing love, men often are shamed for those emotions in order to conform, which is really sad. So it really just depends, you know, obviously it means different things to different people. But a lot of times too, our commitment issues can very well be tied to and highly linked to our attachment style and relationships. If you haven't gone over and listened to that episode, I did an episode a few weeks ago. I think it's called, what is your attachment style? This is something that will teach you a lot about how you enter relationships and and interact in relationships. So when we are more in that avoidant attachment style, this is when we're more likely to have commitment issues. That type of style likes their own space and fears that that that's going to be taken away. So it's very distressing and very isolating symptom of a whole range of complex attachment disorders. But all in all, really relationship anxiety comes from a person experiencing repeated hurtful traumatic experiences. And this again can range from childhood development, from caregivers, or in toxic adult relationships which toxic adult relationships are usually rooted back all the way from childhood. So a lot of this stuff is coming from childhood. Now, it's sad because a lot of people with this issue crave a loving, caring relationship. They want to have that closeness with someone. But if, you know, these, this fear overtakes them. So if you're with someone that is pulling away, 
doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love you or value you. Don't take it as them rejecting you or that they don't want to spend time with you or that they're cheating or playing you. Yeah, we have to have our discernment and you know, know the difference between someone that isn't fully wanting to be in your life. But you can tell when someone genuinely wants to be there, you know, and a lot of times it's the irrational fear that trumps those feelings. So that's why they run and they, they fear that fear <laughs> again. It's, it's crazy. So that's why they run. They self-sabotage. So let's go over some signs of commitment fear, either again with you or partner. Somebody that's not willing to commit to dates in advance. Past relationships were short-lived or non-committal. They can be very sexually active with many partners to compensate. Someone that doesn't have a lot of friends. Someone who's very unpredictable. Someone who's very hot and cold within the relationship. One minute they're loving, the next minute they're pulling away. Someone who can't commit to other areas in life. Someone that's not willing to label the relationship. Some that don't like change. There will be a lack of emotional attachment or just being completely emotionally unavailable. They don't want to share personal information. There's very irregular communication. There's a lot of overthinking all the time. Being very picky about partners or just picky behavior. People disappear after the honeymoon stage out of fear of getting too close. They want to take things super slow, meaning they want to enjoy the benefits without fully committing. They have a history of being unfaithful in past relationships. They're hesitant to discuss the future. They have a fear of rejection. There's trust issues. There's fear of failure. They're not wanting to give up their independence. They fear of being taken advantage of. They want to keep options open, always looking for the next best thing, not wanting to close doors on opportunities. So these are some of the signs that you may be fear of getting too close or taking the next step. So are you a commitment phobe or are you fearing commitment? <laughs> and sadly, some of us in the world have operated from a very detached space throughout our whole life. Because when we are without love, a child cannot develop emotionally, physically, psychologically, or spiritually with ease. So when love is lacking, any kind of survival, achievement, and relationships become a very very fearful struggle for these type of people. But how do we get past this? Here are some ideas that you can work with. We got to get honest with ourselves. Listen and observe ourselves. 
and reflect to learn how our fears manifest themselves. Know where they are rooted from. Okay. You want to avoid putting pressure on yourself and give yourself compassion and self-love. You have to learn that for yourself. And how you learn self-love is to give yourself compassion and to give yourself understanding and to forgive yourself and others. Forgiveness is huge. You want to take the proper steps to heal these areas. Give yourself goals to get past certain obstacles. Go surround yourself with people or friends that have very healthy, loving relationships to begin to open your heart and your mind to the idea of love entering your life. Stop making excuses and get real with these walls that we are building and again, why they are there. Be present. Stop thinking and worrying so much about anything that's going to happen in the future. The only time that matters is now. Nothing else is important Nothing else matters. Tomorrow doesn't matter. This very time and moment are the only thing that we have. Get strong within yourself. Empower yourself. This is what this podcast is about. And in doing that process, learn to open your heart. And this is, again, working on your chakras, all seven chakras. Meditating will help with that. Envisioning this future that you desire with a partner and seeing that in your mind. Hearing these thoughts, negative thoughts, you need to change those immediately as they come in. If this irrational thought comes in and says, that relationship's going to fail, that person's going to hurt me. Change that and say, this could be a lifelong partner. This person is going to love me forever. They're going to love me for who I am. And just change the thoughts as they come in. Become aware of your thought process. Consider the payoffs and the love that awaits you. Like I said, life is meant to be experienced with someone. We live longer when we have people that love us in our life. It's really important to find out when these decisions started becoming frightening and difficult. Look at the behavioral responses to those decisions. This way you can understand how they have been reinforced. Getting past the fear of fear. And this is going to be really strange for some of you guys, but I did this myself with a phobia that I had and it worked a hundred percent. And I can't believe that I'm sharing this with you guys right now, but this, this can help with 
any fear, any phobia. If you imagine, because we, we actually scare ourselves to even imagine our worst fear, right? But when we can imagine the worst case scenario happening, deliberately visualize the worst thing that can happen. And you play that over and over and over in your mind comfortably. The worst will go away. And the anxiety feedback loop will be disrupted. So you want to exaggerate the worst thing that can happen again. And keep doing this over and over and over again until there is no fear reaction at all. Play it like a movie in your mind, like a rerun over and over and over and over again. Get past that fear. This is actually a form of therapy. And I used it for a phobia that I had because I was so fearful of vomiting. It's crazy, I know. I had it my whole life. And... I think I developed it from when I was a child because I got sick in front of a whole school bus, like right out in front of everybody. So ever since then, I've developed this phobia. And I never knew anybody that has ever had this phobia until like, I don't know, 10 years ago, I came across a woman that I was working with. And she said, oh my God, I have the same because I started to talk about it and I did this therapy for this phobia and I would imagine myself you know in that act of being sick and I just imagined myself doing it it's disgusting and I'm sorry to trigger anybody but I would just imagine myself you know doing it over and over and over and over again to maybe where I thought it was funny And it actually, like through the hypnotherapy, it totally, it's gone. So this is a really great way to get past any type of fear. Because if you think about it, it's not the actual, it's not, it's the fear that we fear. It's not the actual thing that we're fearing, right? (laughs) It's the fear of that fear that we fear. So it's just, we have to walk through that fear like a ghost. Just walk through the ghost. It's scary, but once you get on the other side, it's like, holy crap, like I was scared for for nothing. It's an amazing experience. And I promise you, if you have any issues, this will help you tremendously. If you have any phobias, even for certain allergies, um, you know, I have to watch what I say. I can't say cure, but it will rid them. Definitely. So what I'm going to recommend you guys, if you truly want to get rid of this fear, hypnotherapy is amazing for anything. It has a 93% success rate with less sessions than both behavioral and psychotherapy. So if you're interested I can do a specialized recorded sessions for you and send them to you. If you're interested in that and you need help in a certain area, let me know. 
and I would be happy to help you. It's, it's life-changing, guys. So just think about that. But these tips that I shared with you will help you. And it's just a matter of you coming to the point in your life where you know you deserve love. Because when you really, truly find that self-love, which takes a lot of work, a lot of time, you're going to want to share that with someone else. And you're going to be more open to sharing that with another So that is it, guys. This is a little bit long, and I apologize, but I just wanted to share this with you, and hopefully you took something away, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to leave you guys now. I am going to be back here on Sunday or Monday with a spiritual message, because I'm going to start doing them separate, because some people aren't into that. And I'm just going to upload them on a separate day. So it's only going to be like a five or 10 minute upload again on Sundays or Mondays in the U.S. here. And then I'll continue to do these on Thursday and Friday. Who knows what we'll be talking about next week, but I'm going to make it interesting. All right, guys, I send out so much love and light to each and every one of you. And I hope that you guys have an amazing weekend. And we will talk soon. Take care, guys.